What's going on, everybody? You got UWO Podcast. This is our last podcast of 2018. This is pretty much going to wrap up 2018 as a whole in the wrestling world. I'm Kyle Chapman. I got Eddie Ortiz. What's going on, everybody? And Brian Lopes. What's good, everyone? All right. And we're going to go into 2018, which is a... uh, uh, shall we call it a good year? <laughs> well, we've seen worse. <laughs> if we're talking strictly WWE, maybe a good year. But overall, for wrestling, like all over the world, I think it was a great year. Yeah, definitely. Yep. The Indians, the, I'd say the Indians, wow. The Indies definitely, definitely held it down this year. New Japan is definitely coming, coming for the fucking top spot because they're coming hard. They're coming real hard. You know, Ring of Honor stepped it up. TNA MLW. Stepped, TNA MLW. MLW is making a name for themselves. You know, TNA. <laughs> hey, it was a They're great year for Impact Wrestling. You know, it was Impact. a great year. <laughs> they got me, you, and Brian to watch one episode. I mean, that was a great, great year for them. Look, look, I, I won't lie. For the past couple of weeks, I've been trying to watch it and trying to keep up with it. I'm forcing myself to do it, and I can honestly <laughs> admit, after a little while, there's a couple things that piqued my interest. There was a really good match with uh, one of the dudes from LAX in Phoenix that was fucking awesome. Yeah, and I saw I saw that match. It, it, it was a good match, but the rest of the show sucked. The rest of the show sucks. It's it's like Impact. They got something. I know they have. I can tell they got something. But whoever's writing their show is in the same boat as whoever's writing Raw. What the fuck are you doing with your talent? Exactly. Like some of their, some of their backstage segments just make no fucking sense. Like nope. their, 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 their interviews make no fucking sense. It's, it's a hot mess. Like they, they have stuff in there that's interesting, but to sit through a, a whole show and keep you interested, it's just not happening. Like that. Like that Phoenix, I, I watched that episode. Phoenix versus um, what's what's his name? Fucking Ortiz. Ortiz, yep, yep. From LAX. Yep. That match was that match was good. You know, yeah. even the main event that had uh Brian Cage versus Brian Cage in it. That match was decent. But I don't know. I can honestly say I don't know what what Moose did with his character. I don't know if I like it or I hate it. Like I, I was never, I was never a big fan of Moose, so I don't. I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of watching him, like kind of interested, but at the same time, I'm just like, really, like this is what you came up with, like exactly, like that whole heel turn for Moose, just, just, just like it, it fucked him all up. But, hey, don't he forget Austin. Role. He, he had the main event spot going against Austin Aries for the title. He was on a roll. The fans were behind him. And then he turned heel, and the whole momentum gone. And I don't get it. I don't get his character. I really don't. <laughs> no, he's walking around. You know, I got all the women da, 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 wearing some ugly ass suits. <laughs> that fucking gold jacket. You know, then you got Killer Cross walking around there talking and talking in riddles and shit, all, all maniacally looking and smiling at Johnny Mundo. Like that's, that's another guy. That's another guy too. I like the gimmick. I like the character. I just don't know where they're going with him. I think it's because I haven't watched it enough. But I, I like the idea of like the assassin hitman dude. Like I, I get it, but I don't understand what they're trying to do with him I either. I just think well, 
it also didn't help the fact that they were Moose and Killer Cross were aligned with Austin Aries. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, and then I just Austin never... Aries doing his little fuck you and walking out didn't help them any. Not at all. But it's just they, they, they had no clear direction. And now, forget about it. They're moving over to the Pursuit channel. Yeah. Oh, I, that, oh. Does anybody get that? That channel is fickle. Do you get that channel? <laughs> it's fickle. I don't get that channel. <laughs> I have to sign up for another package in order to receive it. I'll be damned if I'm going to pay more money to see Impact Wrestling. <laughs> and, and like, that's what we, paying the fans to watch. Seriously, I got to find a YouTube channel. So I, I got the Fight app. I don't. I don't. I haven't like subscribed to it, but I have the app on, on a Roku, and you get the, the the episodes of Impact. I think a couple days later. So I and like you get a couple other things like Championship Hollywood of NWA. Um, you get Ring of Honor episodes. Like it's a cool little app. I don't know if I'd sit there and always try to go on the app to try to find impact. And so when they go to this new station, and they, I guess they they're getting cut like to not even forty million homes, and Pop TV's in seventy three, and look at the numbers that they get. Exactly. Happen when they go to and, and they're going on Friday night, and they're gonna be following SmackDown. Oh jeez. After SmackDown moves over to, to FS1. Didn't they learn that lesson not too long ago? When no, Hogan... they didn't. They didn't learn that Obviously lesson from Monday not. Because <laughs> they right. tried to go against Monday Night Raw and that failed miserably. Now they're going to go against the A Show. The A Show. <laughs> so they're hoping that you know the piggyback off of wrestling fans that are watching SmackDown. Oh, okay, SmackDown's over. Let me tune over to Impact Wrestling on the Pursuit Channel. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, everybody on social media is saying, what channel is that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but I didn't, even, I didn't even know there was a channel called the Pursuit Channel until Impact Wrestling announced they were moving. Seriously. I didn't even know there was a, uh, what do you call it, Theron right now until Impact Wrestling got there, you know? like I, I don't know about Pop TV because I, I'm a Big Brother fanatic. I love Big Brother, and they, the Big Brother After Dark goes there, and then that's how I found Impact. I didn't know where Impact was. I, I, I remember they were on Destination America for a little bit, and then they were like, poof, we're gone. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I, I looked at the Pursuit Channel's like Facebook page, and it, it's, a hunting, it's a hunting channel. They, they, mainly, they mainly do st- shows about hunting and off-road vehicles and stuff like that, and off-roading. What yeah. does the channel have to do with wrestling? Uh, they're willing to pay for a wrestling show, I guess. I, I have no idea, bro. <laughs> same here. Same well, come on, Impact. I got faith in Impact. I got faith in Impact, but come on. Do man. you? Do you? Well, from, from what I read, apparently uh, the move is uh, it saves Anthem money because Anthem, I guess, is partnered with this channel. Uh-huh. It's, one of, it's one of Anthem's channels. So in the long run, it's going to save Impact some money, but... You're gonna, your ratings are already in the toilet. Like how far? They're literally going to get a the zero on the ratings. Yeah, they get no exposure. You know, yes, the, the I guess the Pursuit Channel has an app and everything too. But come on, you expect people to download a useless app to watch a useless wrestling? Like yeah, shit. Really? And then uh, on top of that, apparently we're gonna lose. We're not gonna get another season of Lucha Underground. I haven't been keeping up with Lucha Underground. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. I watched the first two. After the first two, I stopped watching it. But I, I keep hearing great things about it. I just never, I, I don't have it. Oh no, now. I, 
or none of that stuff. I, thought, I, don't, I, I don't know where to find it. Yeah. Well, the network is one of those. It's one of those channels that not everybody has, and if you if you want, you got to sign up for another package. But they have it on Netflix and everything, and I've started watching it. And you know, once you get past season one, which was like that feeling out season and everything, which was a good season. Don't get me wrong. Some of the shit they did on in season one was like, what the fuck. But once you get past season one, it actually gets good, and it, you know, for what it is, and how more production and more like more storyline based and everything, it's pretty fucking good. Some of the shit they do on that, like, you know, Matanza, aka Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. fucking monster. You know, he is a beast. That, you know, Lucha Underground exposed Brian Cage to the world. Because not many people knew about Brian Cage when you saw that motherfucker on there flying around like a cruiserweight. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, that dude's crazy in the ring. No way. A guy with muscles on top of muscles should not be doing suicide dives over the the top rope. You know, moonsaults to the outside off the top rope. (laughs) Like, seriously, it's like Scott Scott Steiner and Juventud Guerrero had a baby. Yeah, it's like, I don't even want to be down there to catch the dude. This guy is fucking huge. Like, can you imagine? Ah, oh, shit. He's doing a moonsault? <laughs> like, I, I, I'm pulling a fucking, a, a, a fucking snooker and moving the fuck out the way. That's got to be what it's like to get a moonsault from Vader. Yeah. Oh, shit. But, you know, overall, WWE, it wasn't a good year for WWE. You know? I thought it was a great year for NXT. Oh, NXT, yeah. I thought it was a ridiculously good year for NXT. And it just goes to show you that Vince, I mean, I hate to say it, you know what I mean? You did a lot for the business, but it's time to move on, brother. Triple H knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I agree. The first half of the, you know, the first half of the year started off with a clear-cut, you know, path. It was the path to get Roman over. Yeah. But with the Roman news, after that, it was just like total derailment. Like the the second half of the year was just like a total loss. They killed. Let's see. They killed Rusev Day, which was over with the crowd. They uh, Daniel Bryan turned heel, who was ridiculously over with the world. Uh, and uh, let's see. They broke up the shield because of the Romans news. Um, and the Yes movement turned. Actually, that's the same thing as Daniel Bryan. <laughs> the Yes movement turned don't forget, the fickle. The and fickle don't forget and Becky Lynch. Like the highlight was Becky Lynch of the year. Becky Lynch saved the WWE this year. I really think. What's really uh, sad is to say, women in the women in WWE saved WWE this year. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, okay, I didn't think we'd ever be saying that that the women, the the female talent that WWE has, is actually holding up WWE right now. I, 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 you know, I can't even utter the words correctly because it's like what from what we've seen in the past of women wrestling to say sit here in 2018 and say y'all saved WWE this year Pretty, yeah they really they really didn't I mean <laughs> look at the last couple of pay-per-views I mean the last one the one that just passed that triple threat was the best one yeah like, <laughs> you know what I mean the guys, Hell, they, got the whole, the, they got their own pay-per-view this year like these girls are pretty damn hard. good by the way yeah, exactly. It is probably one of the best pay per views of the year, top to bottom. 
And, you know, they ended up making one of the biggest stars in the company out of Becky Lynch out of that pay-per-view. And you know something, WWE? It fucking worked. As much as you guys didn't want it to work and wanted to make her a heel, she said, fuck you. She became a Twitter troll to the umph degree. And she just made herself famous. She made herself a household name. And even though we shit on Nia Jax about punching her in the face, that bloody face is going to be an iconic picture for the rest of her life. And, you know, Becky Lynch became a star that night, man. Becky totally, like, saved WWE the second half of the year, easily. Yeah, even Ronda Rousey. Mm Mm-hmm. Because going into WrestleMania, I was like, yeah, no. No. And now I'm like, okay, she's fitting in. She's she's, she's actually showing that she wants to do it. You know, I figured it was going to be another Brock Lesnar situation. Yeah, I'll show up for the big pay-per-views and stuff, and you know, come in for the big paycheck. But no, she's actually showing that she wants to do this. So, you know, if she keeps going the route she's going and everything and keeps improving, there's good things for her. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, she's, like like I said, man, I called her the most improved. Um, I, she's definitely brought it this year. Even the burn for the Bellas, you know what I mean? Was, was showing that she was improving on the mic. Yeah, like you know, Hell, the matches with Naya. Was she carried Naya? She, she definitely did. carried Naya, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it, it actually, you have a rookie carrying another rookie, and it actually worked. I mean, like they weren't five star classics, but both matches that they had were relatively one of the better matches on that pay per view card, which isn't saying much. But at the same time, it's saying a lot based on the fact that they're both kind of new, and Ronda being very new. Well, yeah. we get, don't don't give Nia that new pass. He's not no, new. no, but you know what I mean. Like compared to the other experienced talents on the roster, like to actually get that spot, I I give Nia some credit. I don't give her a ton at all. I give more, way more to Ronda. Nah, see, I, I don't give I, I can't give Nia any credit because the pedigree and the lineage she comes from. Okay around wrestling yeah okay she should she i wasn't i'm not expecting her to be you know as big as the rock or something or as athletic as the usos but for fuck's sake man you would think the girl would walk in there and and be you know proficient she (laughs) she looks like a hot mess you know, you know who? If she moved like, if she moved like this chick, I think she would come off a lot better, especially with WWE. If she would move like Awesome Kong, like the slow steps, like the methodical look, like actually stay in character a little bit, if she would come off a lot better than what she does. But she's she's serviceable for a big girl. At least she's there for most of the bumps without trying to kill somebody. Uh, tell that to Becky Lynch's face that she's not trying to kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, hell, it could be worse. She could be trained with Brie Bella. Oh. <laughs> the great the great Brie Bella, by the way. Just future Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm glad she went home to take care of the baby. 2018 <laughs> was the year of botch mode. Yeah. And Titus World slide, you know. Oh! Greatness. <laughs> great. That thing has showed up on the internet more times this week than anything else. Has that, anybody seen just, the- the new thing they did with uh, uh for that uh for car for the for Carl uh, and Luke Gallows' new show the botch yeah <laughs> he slides under the ring where's Hornswoggle 
we don't know. We're just under here telling ghost stories <laughs> and stuff. And he's like, "Well, you see Hornswoggle, tell him to kick his ass." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna win this rumble now." That was the greatest throwback ever. It had to be on a on a fucking on a show that's on the network. Like, why didn't WWE cash in on that? Like, I mean, they made a couple. They made a couple T-shirts. That's pretty they much it. They made a couple of T-shirts, and he did. He 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 did a a few little. You know, oh, I slipped and fell for like two matches, and then nothing. <laughs> like it was it, that was gold. Like you. They could have been rich off that one fucking one fucking botch. Could have made them so much money. I swear. I don't know. It's like they have something against Titus. Some somebody has something against Titus in, in, in management. Because the man is, does everything he can to make WWE look good. Okay, the That's man the is, like, exactly. He's winning awards for Father of the Year stuff, and he's out there, you know, with the kids and everything. He's doing everything that they want from their from from one of their superstars. Connect with the kids, you know. Just can't out. touch Vince, man. You just can't touch Vince. Yeah, I, I, you still must be mad about that, like. <laughs> that was total, that was some total bullshit though. Yeah, it, it was, man. I mean, when I seen it, it actually <clears throat> that happened like probably the same week he won Father of the Year. So I was just like, ah. yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, it did happen when he won he won that award and everything. Like it's like now you're suspending him and everything. Like the man is like an ambassador to WWE. Like everything you want from from an ambassador to WWE. He's Mister Be a Star. Yeah, he's like all over the kids' channels and stuff. He was on like Nickelodeon and stuff like that doing. But for some odd reason, when it comes to anything wrestling related, they don't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, I I don't know why. I mean, the guy's a powerhouse. He has to look. You know what I mean? He got he got the uh, since his, since his debut. Honestly, he's had the millions of dollars with the crowd. He's been over with the crowd, man. The Titus Worldwide. Yeah, prime time players. Like a IC run or something like that, or a U.S. title run or something, dude. Give the guy something. Throw him a bone. Has he even had a tag team title run? I think once, and it was short. Yeah, he went with the prime time players. I think he had one. And that's it. Like, what the? What did he do? Out of out of all those NXT guys, I mean, all those tough enough guys, he's still around. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. And you know how the WWE gets a hard on over the uh, former football players. You know what I mean? There, there's another one. Yes. Yeah. He was a former football player. He's got the, the look. He's got the physique. He's pretty decent in the ring. You yeah. know, his, his promo skills have come a long way. You know, that wasn't his strong suit at the beginning, but he's come a long way. You know, he, he was a good heel. They team him up with people like Heath Slater. You know what I mean? It's just, oh. But he's Slater's oh, getting more TV time than him. Slater, you guys remember Slater Gator? Yep, Slater Gator. Slater Gator. <laughs> you know, the one thing I liked about Slater is I got kids. That resonated with me. <laughs> I have the I shirt, have, man. I have the I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for Heath Slater, man. I like that like dude. That. They, they just don't do nothing with him. Like, that's. That's another piece of talent that WWE has that they don't really use. Like, I, I think Slater could do something. They just never gave the guy a chance to shine. Not once. Yeah, they, they, this, 
this whole new era, new faces, new. Yeah, no, it's not gonna work. I have a sinking feeling. Cause look at it this way. Slater, the last thing is, we ain't gonna see him no more after the new year. We all know that Heath Slater was <laughs> his last thing was the, the Christmas episode where Rhino comes back and saves him the match. Yeah, yeah. I, we're not gonna see him come the new year because. Now the new era, the new faces, new fresh everything. Uh, I, what fresh face have you guys seen, by the way? Just for the record, we're two weeks in. There's only Mustafa Ali. That's it. He's two hundred five live. No, uh, nope. he's got a promotion now. He's on. He, yeah. He's officially on the SmackDown roster, which yeah, that is mind-boggling to me. And feuding with the new Daniel Bryan, by the way. But, I'll say that. I'll say this right now, and I, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but honestly, I want to see Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan at the Rumble. If you want to do something new, do that. Give us that matchup because it's going to be on the card. We know he's not going to win the Rumble, so there's no point in him even trying to be entering into the Rumble after well, the fact. Rumor has it that's going to that's gonna be a match at the Rumble. Good, good. I hope it is but, because I would love to see that. But I'm sorry. The, the man's getting a title shot. Yeah. We know we know he's going to lose. We know he's not going to win, but what has he done to earn a title shot? He did pin he's the got champion. got the hot call-up, my man, the hot call-up. Yeah, and, and then what, we him. all know what the hot call-up means. You're going to be sitting at the bottom of the barrel collecting hot garbage. <laughs> Don't talk about Almas like that. <laughs> oh, the great Almas, the, the Eddie co-signed Almas. <laughs> man, I'm off the train. I'm off the train. The man took an L to Mustafa Ali this week. Like, I I accepted the fact that he lost to AJ Styles. I accepted the fact that he lost to Daniel Bryan. If you're gonna take a loss, take a loss to the top guys. Mm-hmm. But you're taking a loss to a de- a, a relatively debuting Mustafa Ali, who they didn't even give him a title run at, at two or five live, which. Everybody in the world was begging for. Couldn't even do that. Now he's on. Now all of a sudden he's you know a big dog, and he's beating people like Amos, who came in red hot, red hot, and now people don't even know his name. No. People don't even know his name. People don't even know who Selena Vega is anymore. Really, her 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 recent marriage is getting more. Uh, limelight than her actual be <laughs> exactly like yeah. why why what did he do and now you know I understand rumors have it that it's gonna be a slow burn push but in today's today's day and age slow burn pushes can backfire big time mm-hmm. okay because we're gonna people are gonna people aren't Attention spans aren't that great anymore. People don't want to sit around fans and wait. Have never really had a long uh, attention span, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, people people, you know, loss after loss after loss, and then he's taking losses to people that he shouldn't be taking losses to. Like, don't get me wrong, Mustafa Ali's a, a great talent, but he's a 205 live guy. Yeah. Okay, he's a cruiserweight. And now we're expected to believe that he's a heavyweight. And and can actually go with Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan, by the way, who's taking everybody out. 
Well, that's that's the one benefit of him going to SmackDown because SmackDown's not a roster where the guys are a lot bigger. Like you said, he went against Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's the world champion right now. The guy could be on 205 Live. You got guys like AJ Styles who could fly around like he could be on 205 Live. You got Almas who's put on great matches in NXT with guys like Gargano, and he should be on 205 Live. They literally have a roster that could be on 205 Live. So for him to go on to SmackDown and to get a couple credible wins, especially over the fact, like Eddie said, the top guys and, you know, be put in that little situation, it kind of does put him in the mix. That's why, like I said, I don't mind if they actually do the match at the Rumble because, like I said, I know Ali's not going to win. But it gives him enough shine so that, like, you know, obviously they're going to drop him out of the world title picture ASAP. But it'll keep him somewhat relevant and maybe around like the U.S. title picture, maybe if, you know, shit falls through or if they decide to call up Cedric, too, and put him on to on SmackDown, they could be a tag team and make the tag division a little bit better. But at least gives Ali a little bit of shine before nah. they drop him down because they're going to drop him down quick. I, I know that. For sure. a- after the Rumble, he'll be the opening match. He'll be the opening match on SmackDown. Yeah. He'll go from uh, main eventing. Being part of the main event to being the opening match and being probably probably being killed by Lars Sullivan a few times when he debuted. <laughs> oh, so boy. the next you know, the next big guy that comes in is probably gonna be eating him alive. You know, it's just where do they go now with with Almas? I don't know. Almas is a lost cause to me right now. Like there's <laughs> pretty much have to reintroduce this man. He, him, and Shinsuke Nakamura are the two guys on SmackDown that I'm like, what the fuck do you do next with these two? Because they literally have no steam, and it's no, a Shins- shame because both of them are great. I'm sorry, Shinsuke. They fucked up Shinsuke when they turned them heel. Oh, yeah. they messed up Shinsuke when they turned them heel because Shinsuke Nakamura, it, in Japan, I can understand him being a heel because he could, he could talk. It's his country. It's his language. But in America, with the language barrier and everything, he should have stayed. Because to be a heel, you got to be able to talk. You got to be able to if, get the crowd angry with you. He can't talk. Mm. You know, his broken English, it, it's, it's more comical than hate. Yeah. You know, when he's cutting his promos, I speak no English. People, people were laughing. People were using it for memes and stuff. I speak no. No, you're supposed to hate that. You're supposed to be like. Oh, well, go learn our language. Boo. No, people are like, <laughs> And I'll say this. I'll say this, too. People still cheer him. Like, yeah. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you guys know, uh, noticed lately, but the last couple, like, matches he's had on SmackDown, when his music hits, people are still singing along going, oh. Yeah. Like, they're still doing that for that little portion before the guy starts rapping. And- I'm, I'm sorry. That, that was yeah. <laughs> I mean, like people still like Nakamura, but it's it's just now like, what do you do with the dude? Like, he's supposed to be a bad guy. We're not supposed to like him. He's he had a title reign that nobody, rem- no one's gonna remember. Nope. And he, he just lost to one of the hottest acts in the company in Rusev Day. So now six months ago, as Eddie would say, yeah, yeah. that Rusev winning that title is six months too late. Oh yeah, way too late. Should, he should have won the title at Mania. Way too late. They should have cashed in on that when he still had Aiden English sitting there sing along for him. They should have cashed in on that. Who? Exactly. 
We haven't even seen that man since since he lo- took that L. That one night in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, was it Milwaukee? Milwaukee. What, Milwaukee. One night in what Milwaukee. Oh waste. man, what a waste! How to kill a character in five seconds? <laughs> literally, oh, and then there was no payoff. She literally walked in and walked out. Really? <laughs> no payoff. You could at least. He could have at least like flashed her, did something, you know, made it's a move. something. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. She walked in and walked out. I was like, "This is the payoff." And I'm sorry, but she acted like she didn't know what what he was talking about, and um, she ended up just, you know, I mean, it wasn't just a walk in, walk out thing, but more or less of those guys. Not you would remember something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that 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 was horrible. It's- but like I said, it they ruined they they ruined a few characters that they could salvage. Nakamura they could salvage. They got to change him back to a face. You got to get him back on the face side and get that get his old theme song back up there. You could salvage Nakamura. As far yeah, bring, back, bring back the violinist. Oh my God, that yeah. dude! Pay that man. <laughs> my, my only question is who on SmackDown is going to be the heel for Nakamura to go against? Now, see, I think that's where the shakeup needs to come in. Exactly. But I, honestly, I don't think it's going to happen until after Mania. I think after Mania, there'll be a shakeup. Nah. Mm. If the WWE was, I agree, they probably will do it after Mania, but they, they really should do it before Mania. Like, they should I mean, do it now. I mean, after the Rumble. Just, just, Shake it all up after the Rumble. You know? Because you know the Rumble winner gets to choose which one they're going to go. So you don't even have to worry about that part right there. Just It's time to start flipping some, some rosters around. Because they're, getting, they're telling you fresh faces, fresh ideas. We're getting all McMahons all the time. Mm-hmm. The last Hell, I hear this smack this shit out of Vince on Tuesday. The last two weeks, I have seen Vince McMahon more than I've seen him in the last two years mm-hmm. on TV. Like, no, we didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for the authority to to return and to tell us, oh, we're going to be good guys this time. We know that's bullshit. Okay, we know that's bullshit. And what was and what was up with that whole that whole closing segment to SmackDown? Where he's in oh, you mean when they were when they were trolling being the elite? Get get mad, yeah, get that fire, and then he smacks AJ Styles and then Styles lays him out. First of all, McMahon sounded so incoherent and so fucking old and lost. I, I was I was like, damn Vince, I, I was like, damn Vince, you, you stop, you 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 don't have it anymore to be on TV. Oh yeah, and then. Where's this going to lead? What, we're going to get the Bullet Club? I don't know. Honestly, it, to me, it was, a, it was a total troll. Like, I was watching it, and I'm just sitting there. The first thing that popped in my head, I'm like, eh, that kind of reminds me of being the elite. Everywhere I turn today, it's Vince was trolling being the elite, and I think he was. Probably like, was. It, yeah, it was totally. It was totally being the elite. He did, like, Kyle, I don't know if you watch the videos, but, like, like for the series, they've been doing a skit with Flip Gordon. And okay. all in, they really weren't using them on the, the on the on the YouTube show. So whenever they would see Flip, they're like, "Look, you got to earn your spot on being the elite. You got to earn the fact that you're on the show. 
You got to go out there and be over the top. You got to be mean. You got to be vicious. So the flip would turn around, start walking away, and then every single chance he got, he would super kick the shit out of the guys at the Bullet Club. They'd be on the floor holding their jaw, and they're like, yeah, I like that. I like that. They've done this shit about 10 times already. Mysteriously, Vince McMahon does it on SmackDown. Damn near the exact same way that they do it on the show, with a grin at the very end. You mean to tell me they weren't trolling those guys? Like I, like I said, when when they came out and said that it's going to be all new, the new era, we were being trolled right then and there. Oh, totally, because totally. We're not getting fresh ideas. What Vince is doing is stealing ideas from everybody else. Putting them on a WWE and calling it fresh. Okay. Mm. Prime example. Botchmania. Has anybody? Yep. I'm sure, I... I'm, sure you guys, I'm sure you guys have, you know, seen the YouTube videos, Botchmania. Now we I get. It's about this. And now we get the, uh, now we got Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows doing their own botch show. And from what I heard, from what I heard, they already sent. The the create the the guys who do botch mania a cease and desist letter. Oh, they've already they've already started pulling it everywhere they get everywhere they can get it. Daily Motion's already lost uh, their. They content. already trademarked. They already trademarked. Dudley went and trademarked it already and everything, and took yeah. this guy's fucking idea that he was doing on YouTube and totally shut him yeah. down and stole it. The guy's been doing that shit for over ten plus years. It's uh Matthew uh Matthew or something like that. Some British guy. Or like uh, Irish dude or something like that. The guy's been doing this shit for years, and Vince just said, "Nope, no more. I own it now." Yep, took it from. Him. Like you're not giving us anything new. You're just you're shutting everybody down, and it's gonna mm. backfire on. That's gonna backfire in Vince's face. Burning the those old bridges, Vince's uh, way or nothing, man. It's. Um, you gotta remember, he's trying to monopolize the wrestling industry. I mean, buying ECW, buying WCW, destroying Impact Wrestling with those uh, uh, did you knows before the com- uh, after the commercial break, just to dis- you know what I mean, just to shit on TNA. It's it's Vince's way of the highway, man. Yeah, and Vince is trying to be the conglomerate. I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong, I respect this hustle. I think it's fucking amazing that he's doing all of this. But at the same time, it's like, what are you really doing with all this? Like, you're literally taking people's lives and careers, and you're controlling it, the palm of your hands, and you're the puppet master, and you can do pretty much whatever you want with it. You know what us fans want. Why are you, like, teasing us about it? It's You know, like, like, like I've said before, they're starting to become other options. And now, yes, we can all agree they'll never be as big as the WWE, but my $50 going into someone else's pocket compared to going into Vince's pocket, and that $150 starts multiplying by another 50 another 50 and just filling up seats at an arena, pretty soon Vince is going to start missing that 50 bucks that one person was giving him because now it's not just one person going away. It's an entire like group of fans, that an entire section. The only thing he really has left are the diehards, and now you're trolling us. And you know we're like the we're the one point something million that are watching Raw plus the one point something million that are buy that buy your network every month. You start pissing us off, those those dollar bill signs are gonna drop real quick. Yeah, this this is why I I like I get uh, you know why Vince is Vince. He's about that dollar that money. This is why he took the deal with Saudi Arabia and everything. 
But and this is why he's signing everybody in their mother. But eventually it's gonna get to the point where people are gonna be like, listen, I don't even want to sign with you for the money. Mm-hmm. Like every time somebody's contracts up anywhere, anywhere outside of WWE, oh, it's this person coming to the, coming to WWE. Oh, this person's gonna get picked up by NXT. Why does everybody why does everybody have to end up at WWE? Mm-hmm. I understand the money. It's something that we, that, that the North was raised on. Honestly, I mean, I lived in South Carolina, um, in the country, man. They hated WWE or WWF at that time. It was all about WCW down there. Yeah, it WCW was nothing, man. Like, but it's causing everybody else to have to freaking, you know. I got Vince is kind of sneaky because he, he's picking up everybody's big talent. So it's causing other promotions to dish out more money to keep their talents, which in the in the long run can hurt these other promotions. Because somebody like a Ring of Honor, they don't have the deep pockets that he has. So if they have to dish out more money to keep, you know, one of their big stars, in the long run, that hurts them to be able to spend money production-wise, you know, get other talent, you know, smaller, you know, smaller fish talent out there. Yeah, Vince kind of—I I can see—he's a kind of maniacal fucking evil genius, because I still believe that he sent Hulk Hogan and you know to Impact Wrestling to destroy them. Or Vince Russo to WCW. Yeah, I still believe that he sent—he he sent his little agents of mass destruction in to destroy these companies, you know. Because even Ring of Honor—he had Ring of Honor on, on the ropes. If Ring of Honor didn't sign, you know, get picked up by Sinclair Broadcasting, we won't be talking about Ring of Honor right now. Mm. So, I I really think that Vince does some of this stuff and he thinks that people don't realize it, but he's doing it because he's destroying people from within. Like, taking everybody's big talents. You know, he's salivating over, like, anybody who headlines New Japan Wrestling. You know, if he mm. takes those talents from New Japan, what's New Japan left with? Hurts them in the long run. Yeah. You know, Impact Wrestling. He he took all their talent. He took Joe. He took Styles. He sent Hogan in there to destroy them. Then he picked up whatever leftovers that was left. EC3. Uh, you know, and the, he tried to get James Storm. You know, the Hardys. Picked them back up. <laughs> He had he had James Storm, you know, but I guess the man wasn't drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Thank God he was like, "Nah, I'll pass on this Kool Aid." You know, that's why I I really hope that the elite really did pass up. Like I'm not right now until after the Royal Rumble. I, I I'm on the fence if they're telling the truth or not. Because reports say they passed up seven figures. You're not just going to pass up seven figures, bro. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I'm not going to pass exactly. up. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you got to have some serious balls and confidence in what you're about to do. Because it's, it's only one other option. If they don't go to WWE, they're doing something else. And we all have an idea of what they're going to do. So you guys got to have some serious balls or the guy who's going to run this shit must have some very deep pockets. Because if you passed up seven figures 
just to, re- to remain in the indie scene and doing what you're doing, you know, I, I don't know. Because this is why I really hope that they're, they're going to start their own promotion and we're not being trolled because I swear to God, I will I will actually turn against the elite if I see them show up at the Rumble. I wouldn't be mad at them showing up at the Rumble. I mean, I only, like I said, man, I only know one person that turned down seven seven figures, and that's Le'Veon Bell. Everybody else took that seven million damn dollars. You know what I mean? And that's to show you, too, not just one person got that offer. All of them got that offer. And, like, well, WWE is ready to spend some money. And hopefully, like, I, like as much as we don't want the elite to go, there's a lot of really talented wrestlers out there that should be, like, I say this all the time. The Briscoes for the career that them boys done had should have been millionaires right now, and they're not. And there's a lot of people out there in wrestling that are struggling, that are really good, that are starting to make a name for themselves. So I hope to God anybody that get, that does go to WWE, I pray to God you get paid. I want you to get money out the ass because that money don't last very long in pro wrestling. And, but this is this know, is what this is why I said this is what this is the problem with me. Like a lot of these guys are losing their way. There was a time where you you did this because you loved to wrestle, you loved to perform and put on a show. Yep. Now you take that big paycheck, you go to WWE, WWE and what do you do? A lot of these guys get lost in the shuffle. A lot of these guys, they drop the ball on them. Like, I'm sorry to say, Undisputed Era are fucked when they come to the main roster. Oh, they're totally fucked. And I, and I love those guys. I think those guys can get over, but what are you going to do with them? Like, exactly. They Kyle, really got I, for you for them to mean anything. Because if not, it's what do you do with them? I'll tell you right now. I'll break it down right now. Adam Cole has a chance because he's still young and he's marketable. Okay? Roddy, Roddy his, he's too old. Vince is going to pass on him. No, Roddy's still young. The only no. one who's really old is Bobby Fish. Bobby's in his 40s. Yeah, but Roddy, isn't Roddy? Roddy's closer to 40. No, Roddy's only like 31. Is he? I don't think he's in his early 30s. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're real young. I think, I know O'Reilly's like 24, 25. Kyle O'Reilly? Roddy's only like 31. Kyle O'Reilly, he's he does not have the look Vince likes. No. Now he does have the, the, the that that evil tendency and the uh, some vicious fucking hits. He got some brutality on him and everything. So he, he he'll make a good he'll make a good heel, but he won't be a main event heel. You know, Bobby Fish, I don't know. Like I, I've never really been on board with Bobby Fish, even from his Ring of Honor days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just never really got on board with Bobby Fish for some. Bobby reason. Fish, he's a good wrestler, but he's good. Really to him, I I see more of him. Uh, see more of his charisma coming out now than ever before. But nevertheless, it's like I don't know. It's just, he's, he's never resonated with me for some reason. Yeah, you know. But they're screwed. It'd be the same way with being the elite. Come on, uh, we're seriously going to think that. The Bucks are going to be main eventers. The only way that would work is if they had, if they went directly to SmackDown. But SmackDown's way too packed. Like we already know what Vince will do. They'll they'll, they'll debut as a tag team. You know they'll they'll have a tag team title run. A few of them probably probably a few title runs, and then they're going to break them up. And we saw how that worked out for for TNA when they had 
when they were over that generation of me and they broke them up. That just totally killed them all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The TV was a, a really shitty situation. But nevertheless, they were red hot as a tag team, as that generation me tag team. Yeah. And then they broke them up and people were like, all right, fuck these guys. Like they had to salvage. They had to rebuild themselves after after TNA. Yeah, and WWE would do the same thing with them. They'll they'll be the Hardys of this generation in WWE. You know, Kenny Omega. Yes, he's good, but he can't cut promos. He can't cut WWE promos. But that's the thing. If if they're really trying to change what they're trying to do, like if they're really going to stick by their guns. A guy like Kenny Omega, I think, would work really good. They would need to, they would need to let him be himself. Exactly. If, they, if that's if that's the, what hang on, guys, we're getting a little we're getting a little disturbance. Sorry. Hang on, guys, just a little bit of disturbance. Uh, now, what was you saying, Eddie? Like Kenny Omega would have to be himself. Like how New Japan lets him be himself, he would have to that would have to do. He can't he can't work as one of the the WWE robots. Yeah, they gotta let Kenny be Kenny, and I don't know if they can no. do it. And Cody, we already see what they did with Cody. Stardust. Oh, I I pray to God they don't make him do that again. That would that would suck. Vince would I, Vince would do that to him. Vince would lock him down to an exclusive contract, pay him money, and then say, "You still got that Stardust outfit." <laughs> then he burn it in a promo. Yeah, but he would. He'd be like, "Yeah." He turned around, and be like, "Yeah, I kind of burnt that." He's like, "No, no worries. I have an extra one for you." Oh, and by the way, <laughs> I'm gonna send you out there with your brother and make you both clowns. Shit. As a matter of fact, they did it to Dustin when he left. When he went to WCW and came back, he was Gold Dust. When yep. he went to TV and came back, he was Gold Dust. Hell, WCW gave him a stupid gimmick with that seven. <laughs> oh, that's one of the greatest promos ever. That was... I'm not doing this damn gimmick. Man, this shit is stupid. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Like, fuck this. I love the fact, too, it took like a half day. He was like halfway through the promo. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, my name is Seven. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this bullshit. <laughs> he said, fuck WCW. <laughs> I'm really hoping that that was a work because he probably pissed off everybody in the back. By oh yeah, he did. He, he he they they fucking were heated, but at the time they, you know, that was when his, his father was still you know involved with WCW, so he kind of got yeah. a pass. But management they they actually wanted to fucking can his ass. Yeah, they actually wanted to can his ass after that promo, but he got away with it. They let him, you know, go as Dustin and everything like that, but they buried the shit out of him. They made but sure that, nobody. Whoever came up with that shit needed to be needed to be fired. Yeah. Probably the same person that came up with Glacier. No, hell no. Glacier was cool for like a year. Come on, man. he was just an entrance. That's it. I know. That's all he was. Did you ever play WCW versus the World? He was, of course. He was him and Mortis. They, they were fucking amazing in that game. <laughs> Him, Mortis, and Wrath. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the one with AKI, man? I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah that little triangle punch he did was like, did you make you tap out? Yep. That was the most cheating shit ever. 
Brown was terribly cheated, man. I know, but hell, it, it, it got Glacier a paycheck. Oh man. Oh, I you, you know I guess for the right amount of money, anybody will sell out the dignity. That is true. But like I said, what? Why would you? Why would? That's why I really hope the elite don't come to you. Because why would you? If you do, it's just for the money. And I understand oh. a lot. I understand a lot of these guys are doing it just for the money. You know, Samoa Joe, he probably isn't too happy with where he's going, but the money's right, and he knows he ain't gonna get any more bigger money anywhere else. You know, somebody like AJ Styles, this was the right time for him to do it because when he's done, this is his nest thing. You know, those older guys, I can understand why they do it, but some of these young guys that's, that, that are coming up, that are getting a name for themselves, like, I don't want to see a Phoenix or a Pentagon sign with WWE. You know? I think Pentagon will work into a Five Live. Honestly, I think Pentagon will work on the main roster. If you, I would give him like a like a Spanish version of mankind. That would be the type of gimmick I would give him. Someone that's like on the brink of insanity at all times, but he's a better wrestler than what Mick Foley was, and his it just the mask and the appearance would work for a long period of time. Because no matter what, you can always reinvent him and bring him back with a different mask or a little bit of a different look. I think he can play the character. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, 205 Live, I, I, I feel it's, uh, like I said, it's improved. You guys want me over to finally watch it, and it's it's gotten a whole hell of a lot better. But, you know, uh, we're doing a year wrap-up that we haven't even wrapped up, by the way, just for the record. <laughs> this was just one good-ass conversation. And uh, to our listeners, sorry, yeah, we ain't, we ain't wrapping this up this year. <laughs> We're just going to continue on with our conversation. But um, is Enzo ever going to be forgiven, man? I mean, he got me too, then wasn't him. Man, fuck Enzo. <laughs> he can go play with his consensual, consensual penis. Consensual penis. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> man, if he would have just lay low afterwards, let, let the things blow over, just kept his fucking mouth shut, kept his stupid videos off. I think he probably would have got a second chance. But come on, we're talking about the real proper he, in the room, dude. He <laughs> went to he went to Kashi six nine. Okay, oh. that blew his chances right there. He, that's what he did. He went, got on the Instagram, got on the social media, started popping off, started acting like he was a, a, a John Cena, started acting like he was the Rock. Like he was, his name was like that. Boy, your name was not like that. Okay, you were known for your mic skills. Pretty much, just your opening fucking promo. That's it. I thought he was pretty good on the mic, man. He was funny as hell. Come yeah, on, he, no, great on the microphone. He was I think good he on was... the mic. Yeah, he had that down, but in the ring, Okay. He had the gift of gab and the gift of jab, bro. You know what I mean? Enzo was great. And now, <laughs> did anybody see the reports that supposedly he was hanging around Madison Square Garden today? There was, yeah. he was doing one of their big house shows over there, and he was hanging around. I'm like, is this dude trying to get himself banned from MSG, too? He already yeah. can't the He's already banned from all WWE events. At this point, hanging around 
uh, WWE headquarters would probably be more productive for him. Like I said, he, he, he ruined his he ruined his chances. He ruined his chances because even if they didn't bring him back to be a full time wrestler, to do some mic work, you know, this is why we need managers again. Because Enzo would have made a great manager for somebody for for some like foreign beast motherfucker they signed that can't speak English. Walter. <laughs> yeah, somebody like Walter or something like that. Some monster Walter. guy. I've that... not seen Walter yet. Is he that great? Dude, go on YouTube and look up Walter's chops. That's all you need to know. For a monster, pretty pretty good. Like you got to go check out his matches with uh, with uh, Will Osprey. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> he's pretty fucking good. You know? it was, I know we had a match in PWG. It was a triple threat. It was him, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. Oh my goodness, the stiff chops in that match was ridiculous. Now, does it transfer? Does, you know, can he assimilate to the WWE style? I I don't know. Like from what I hear, he's going to go to you know NXT UK. Yeah, yeah, he's going to the UK. He signed is because he wants to stay in Europe. He doesn't want to come to yeah, America. So the UK style over there, they're trying to, they, they, they haven't brought the WWE style over there. Thank God they're keeping the UK style over there with that. All praises be to Triple H because that's all his idea to keep, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to make NXT UK, but we're going to keep it, you know, with the British flavor, not bring our American flavor over here and then piss everybody off. So mm-hmm. for him, I do not want to. I'm glad he's staying in the UK and not coming to the main roster because he'd be another Lars Sullivan. Because that that's what he'd be. Be another Lars Sullivan. Come in, ah, and then we already know what Lars is going to be in about next year. We're going to be talking about Lars being a nobody. Honestly, my biggest fear for Walter, if he was to ever come to WWE's main roster, is he would turn into uh, Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, not the Oh, man. Oh, poor, poor. Such a fucking waste that guy was. Oh, was fucking great. And he was funny as hell, too. The dude could wrestle. He was a legit fighter. The guy actually took to wrestling pretty damn good. And he was he had no problem being a character. They just didn't know what to do with him. Another waste of fucking talent. There was another one. Um... They, had, they gave him the whole got him out of prison. I was a former murderer gimmick. Um, he understudy of the Undertaker. Nathan uh, Jones. Nathan. Oh, Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Yes. There's Woo, another one. Boy, we was spared that one though. Oh, thank God. We was spared that one. That guy. Oh man, that guy was. He was bad. I got a name for you. Remember Ludwig Borga? Oh, I like Ludwig, man, from Helsinki, Finland. <laughs> I like Ludwig. And those little, those uppercuts to the ribs, man. It broke the Congress on the Peter Street. Oh, my goodness. You know, I loved Ludwig. I, Vince loves those big guys, but some odd reason, man, they dropped their balls with them big guys, man. Who was the last real big guy that they didn't drop the ball with? Big Show? But eventually. Braun Strowman. I mean, they dropped the ball with Braun Strowman. <laughs> they dropped that bitch and that shit went right through the ring. 
crap. I swear. <clears throat> if it's another squash match at the Rumble where Brock just annihilates him again, I'm done. I'm done with Braun Strowman. I will be officially off the train. I will not even hold any regards for him anymore because if that man signs on to get squashed again, dude, you're doing it for the paychecks. That's it. If it's not, going to squash him again. It's yeah. pretty hard. It's going to be a pretty hard show for somebody not named Baron Corbin to get squashed twice in a row. You know what I mean? It's... Especially at events. I fear that's what, that's what we're going to get at the Rumble. Uh, Brock Lesnar coming out and suplexing him fucking 60 times. All right, guys. But uh, we've been in this conversation a while, and time has flew. And I'm just noticing that we haven't even buried anybody yet. Somebody got to go, Eddie. Somebody got to go. Well, I kind of started it earlier. But I'm going to finish him. Finish him. <laughs> Andrade Cien Almas. Man. Oh. If anybody needed to get called down, it's him. Like I said, I have no problem with the man taking L's to top superstars, to main eventers. But you take now you're regulated to taking a loss to 205 Live. You, you're barely on TV. Okay, the last two weeks has been the most you've been on TV in the last fucking... It's the whole year since you've been called up. Okay? People don't even... Most people, the casual fan, don't even know who the hell you are. Nope, nobody. The, the casual fan is like, who's this guy again? Yeah. Okay. Selena Vega, who, who's, supposed to, who's supposed to be your mouthpiece, who's supposed to be... To get you over as a heel, isn't even allowed to talk. Where are we going here? What are we doing with this thing? Like, like you said, I, I, not a fan of the slow burn push because today's is non-existent. Okay, the casual fan is every week tuning in, and they'll see him one week. They'll be like, okay, and then they won't see him for a few weeks, and then they'll be like, oh, is this guy debuting now? Oh, is this guy new? Mm. You know, it, oh, I don't, I, I don't understand why they called them up if they had no clear plan. This is what irritates me about the call-ups. They never have any fucking direction for them. Okay, we just now finally getting to see Sanity on TV again, and they're already taking a loss. Well, they're calling up Nikki Cross, so we gotta wait for Nikki. That's we're taking a loss. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I also oh, have to, you know, as part of an honorable mention, I'm going to dig a hole for somebody. He's getting called up. EC3, Ethan Carter the third, Derek Bateman. You better put that potato chip back on your shoulder, boy, because I'm digging that hole for you. You, I'm sorry. I am not on the wagon for EC3. Okay? Anybody pay attention to the little vintage? You know how they did the vintages for everybody who's getting called up and everything? Yeah. The man yeah. walked into his apartment and took off his clothes and had his ring gear on under his clothes. 
pretty much. So you mean to tell me this guy walks around with his ring gear on 24-7 underneath his clothes? Listen, he's about that action, boss. <laughs> I'm sorry. That man is screwed. I'm going to... I'm digging that hole because I already know I'm going to be pushing his ass in there. All right. And uh, Brian, since you wanted to go ahead and, uh, you know, have a five-star, like, you know, mic drop last week. Your uh, ass is going last this week. <laughs> in the case you guys did not see, or I should say, you know, nobody saw it, but in case you guys didn't hear Brian's uh, mic drop from last week, yeah, just go ahead and listen. One episode previous, it, it's... We ended it right there because there was really nothing more that needed to be said. But uh, anyway, I got to go ahead and bury somebody. All right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to officially just get it out the fucking way because I'm not going to be doing it in a couple of weeks anyway. This entire new promise that new faces are coming. I'm going to go ahead and bury that whole image. And there's a reason why. Because there's big news in the WWE. Of the up and coming, well, I shouldn't say up and coming, the next coming superstar, John fucking Cena. <laughs> he's coming. <laughs> he's coming back, okay? And I swear to you, I promise you, I will hold a, I will hold a vendetta against WWE every day for the remainder of my life if that man goes ahead and breaks that Ric Flair record after you just promised us some new matches, some new faces, some new every damn thing, and you're going to give a title belt to this part-timer who, who, ironically enough, just a few years back was talking about part-timers coming back and stealing the spotlight and how he doesn't like to bury everybody. Well, damn it, this week we're going to bury you, John Cena. It's over. Your career is in the same place as your relationship, quote-unquote, was. Dead. It's done. Close the fucking door. You are a movie star now. Congratulations. You made it. Leave wrestling the fuck alone. If you want to come back as a part-timer and earn some part-time fucking weeds and wives and roots and, in your case, fucking booze, then go ahead and do that. But you coming back to the active roster as an active wrestler to very active talent who are trying their asses off to make it in this company and already being buried by Vince McMahon and us, and you're going to come and do more damage than us? I'm not appreciating it. John Cena, damn it, you're buried. <laughs> Brian, well, well in all fairness, he's coming back with a new with a new move of doom and a new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Lightning fist. Hey, maybe he'll stop wearing shorts and wear the dad uh, jeans. <laughs> or maybe he'll team up with John Bradshaw Layfield. <laughs> they got the same stupid ass haircut. All right, Brian, get somebody. <laughs> Brian, oh my god, you're talking about there. me having a mic drop. Holy shit. Uh <laughs> all right. Um, who do I bury this week? Let's see. I'm going to bury someone that I haven't buried in a while. I'm gonna bury the WWE universe. Yes, okay. you know why? Because there are people <laughs> in this world who watch this product who believe the bullshit. That came out of the McMahon family's mouths. You people, <laughs> there's really people that sit here 
and are going to say, this is awesome. This is great. Bobby Lashley showing his ass again. That's right. Last week. And guess what? This time it's covered in eggnog. And I didn't even watch Raw. I just knew about that. But, but no, WWE Universe. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, hold do on. not go back to that. Did you, just, did you just, did that really happen? Did they put white cream all over Lashley's ass? I don't know if it was Lashley or Leo Rush, but I heard that there was eggnog involved on Monday Night Raw. Oh, let it be Vince to have a man bend over and then put cream on him. <laughs> oh, I know Eddie was waiting for that one. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Oh. Let me let me try to continue. All right. Uh yeah, WWE Universe, you idiots. Um, you guys just realized that we are now the bookers, right? You know what Vince McMahon is pretty much telling us, right? If this show sucks, guess what? It's our fault. And we're supposed to also believe that the McMahons are taking back raw. You motherfuckers have held it the whole time. You're the reason why the show sucks. And you want to talk about waiting to bury these six call-ups? I'm going to bury them right now. Lars Sullivan, you racist some bitch. You talked about jerking off to the owner's daughter. You said she's staffing material. You said you banged the most dangerous woman in the world in Ronda Rousey. Who's your co-worker? You talked about Stephanie McMahon. Who's your boss? You said Bobby Lashley's on steroids. He's working on the same brand as you. Let's talk about heavy machinery. The guys who just took a L, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, who just took a L tonight. Uh-huh, that's away. right. They just took a L tonight to who? The Undisputed Era. These guys have done nothing. <laughs> nothing. What? They barely won three matches television all year. Like, nothing. What are we going to do with you on the main roster? Literally nothing. Lacey Evans, who in the blue fuck are you? We get it. You're a Marine. We get it. You want to be a 50s, 1950s sailor girl. Hey, y'all, I got a woman's right. These girls need to learn how to get back in the kitchen and please they man. Like, that's the gimmick we're going to run with, really? That's the gimmick we're going to use? And hey. I don't disagree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, first off, they already debuted you, and you already lost your first match. Okay, you lost to you lost to the man, which you know it's a respectable loss because it was to the man. But you lost on your first match before you even officially debuted. You were randomly there the night that they announced the Evolution pay per view when nobody knew who you were. Um, you're part of Sanity, and who's Sanity right now? What have they done? They should, <laughs> they were on SmackDown and lost the other night. What else have they done? Not a damn thing. And Mr. Ethan Carter III, you, sir, is, I know Eddie just got on you a second ago, but you are the one glimmer of hope in this whole situation. You better be, you better you. be money on the microphone, my friend, because if you are not money on the microphone, Eddie's gravesite will already have a body in it within three months, guaranteed. So I'm sorry. Oh, he's waiting. I'm sorry? He's waiting. He got his EC3 card. Yeah. Oh, double. Oh, I got a special boot just to kick him in the ass right in there. I'm telling you. So, (laughs) WWE Universe, don't be fooled. Don't believe the hype. It's new era, same old shit. And that's my burial for this week. Uh, Oh, yeah. Real quick, 
Go ahead. Follow up burial from last week. Fuck the revival. <laughs> we didn't spoil it last week, but God damn it, fuck the revival. They lost again <laughs> in a championship match. Yo, Adrian, I did it. I did it, Adrian. Now they're on social media talking about, oh, it was the Raw. Shut up. <laughs> Get off social media and lift some fucking weights. You're looking at your steaks and no weights. Oh, man. Leave them alone any day. <laughs> but, guys, we want to thank y'all for listening to us through this year. Uh, we got a couple of uh, people who actually shot us out, that being Codex Prime. Actually, that's where we got our start. You know, we all got together, decided to get a podcast going. Um, want to send a shout-out to y'all. Everybody, have a happy and safe New Year. And if you're going to be doing what I'm going to be doing, clock out immediately because I'm going to be fucking working. oh man but all right guys thanks a lot so for brian lopes peace out everybody have a safe new year and eddie the angry man ortiz (laughs) see y'all next year we would like to say fuck the revival Find out they really did pour cream over Lassie's ass because they did. Oh my god! And guys, get in the wrestling fantasy, get in the wrestling fantasy warfare Facebook group right now because what Eddie sees it, it's going to be hilarious. Take care. Oh, guys. Shit. <laughs>